Today on the show, wouldn't you love to be in the middle of the latest episode of The Last of Us when suddenly a big pop-up obscures Pedro Pascal's national treasure of a face with the latest headline about Trump's 22nd indictment or Biden falling on camera for the 87th time? <laughs> well, that's coming! I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds today have no idea how good they have it. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. Grab your coffee, wipe the sleep from your eyes, and turn up the volume as we help kick off your day with Love Thy Nerds' official morning show here on YouTube and LTN Radio. I'm Randy Amat. I'm the director of content and resources here at Love Thy Nerd. And this just in, I'm Daedra. <laughs> Thank you for making us your daily stop for the latest in nerdy news. Now, Monday through Friday, let's get to our top story. Uh, Max, formerly HBO Max, uh, is reportedly testing bringing CNN breaking news alerts to all of your favorite shows. Hate that. <laughs> I haven't even read the story yet. You hate it already? <laughs> uh, this is an article from AV Club, and uh, I'm going to read the, the intro paragraph they have here because it's, it's perfect. Let's get something out of the way. People love pop-ups. It is a favorite <laughs> among all demographics. Gen Z, bet. A Discord notification while doom-scrolling TikTok just hits different. Millennials, come on. There's a reason less than half of internet users use pop-up blockers. Pop-ups are lit. Gen X, their days of criticizing com consumer culture are over, and now they're all taking a chill pill and being distracted by an alert about Hunter Biden. Baby boomers, they invented this stuff. Of course they want more information at all times of the day. <laughs> per Variety, WBD, which is Warner Brothers Discovery, plans on announcing its nonstop news streaming hub called CNN Max at the end of September. And in addition to all of the Wolf Blitzer that you can handle, they're also looking into ways to make streaming on Max a whole lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> As Variety describes the evolution of the streamer, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is looking for ways of alerting Max viewers to breaking news while they're watching something else on the service. How great is that? So for the low, low price of $9.99 a month, you can unwind with an episode of House Hunters that can be interrupted by headlines about Trump's mugshot. Uh, they're also planning other experiments like changing the thumbnails, depending on who's hosting at any given time, which is less disruptive. Um, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, this is exactly what I was about to jump into. So Verdian Toothy Cow says, because CNN Plus was so successful, CNN previously attempted to start its own streaming service mm -hmm. it sunk 300 million dollars into this thing it hyped it for months they had newscasters quitting their jobs at other like news 24-hour services to host a show exclusively on cnn plus I think it made it three weeks before they're like, you know what? Never mind. And pulled the plug and just wow. ate that money. Wow. They couldn't get, I, th I think, I think they were shooting for like a couple million subscribers in that first time, like on at any given point. Uh -huh. They couldn't get, I think it was 10,000 people <laughs> to be on at any given point. 
Like it was just a, the one of the biggest streaming, biggest and fastest streaming flops ever. Yeah. And so uh, HBO Max is like, well, let's let's try again. Uh, for <laughs> you know all those people that really want more CNN. <laughs> There's, all, there's all you two people out there. There's too much CNN as it is. <laughs> That's why they have to force it in your face in front of shows you're trying to escape the real world from. Right, right. Like, with, right. <laughs> like I, <laughs> if I'm going to go watch Succession, you know, I, I don't want to be thinking about, you know, the next big political scandal or mm-hmm. whatever. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I, I like the fiction aspect drama that's what i want i don't want the real drama right <sighs> wait until cnn launches a switch channel i mean look that's what uh, cnn is right it's 24 hours of just its own version of doom daily doom uh what so is, what is haystack what's that joshua i'm gonna pay five dollars a month for haystack what is haystack now that you ask that question i'm gonna find out <laughs> uh Haystack News, free news from hundreds of local and global or Haystack digital business cards or Haystack team. It's a news app. News app. Okay. So that's what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I would rather pay $5 a month for Haystack. (laughs) Seeing in this fiction. Well, I mean, you know, there's a good deal of that too. But anyway, this is the worst idea I think that's ever popped up. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean... So now you're going to have people I want it. leaving your <laughs> streaming service because you've added this. Right. And Max is already not doing great. Um, <laughs> I, I want to believe that this will be used like only for like, there's a massive hurricane that is right. about to take out half of the country. Right. Get indoors. Or something. <laughs> well, you're already indoors, but get in the basement. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, especially with, I mean, if it's starting this year and next year's an election year. Blah. It's just going to be nonstop, mm-hmm. nonstop political nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, how long before they just have a little Chiron on the bottom that's just scrolling the news mm-hmm. through every episode of whatever you're wanting to watch and you're just trying? People would plaster paper over their TVs, <laughs> just over that. We'll cut, cut out the whole lower third of the TV and just watch above that. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. Please yeah, don't do it. I mean, that's something I was truly missing, you know, not watching live TV anymore. The the interruptions to my shows for, for news breaks. Yeah. News breaks. I've been missing We already that got the commercials life. back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Pop-ups are lit. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Let's move on into other news. Uh, so this happened. This is uh, this is actually a little bit of an older news story from last week, but it's a really cool idea that I wanted to talk about. Last year, twenty twenty two, movie theaters offered three dollar movie tickets for National Cinema Day, which attracted a surge of more than eight point one million moviegoers that day. Wow! Compared to just one point seven million the day after. Wow. <laughs> and so they did it again uh, this past week. National Cinema Day is on, uh, well, now I can't, now it doesn't tell me. <laughs> but it was last week, essentially. We missed it. We missed it, everybody. Uh, National Cinema Day. Uh, more than 3,000 movie theaters in the U.S. and Canada, with approximately 30,000 screens, offered $4 tickets for every show. Every show. Every movie. New 
new and old, uh, including like the IMAX movies, Dolby screenings, things like that in this special one day event. Wow. <clears throat> uh, Variety notes that last year's event brought the highest one-day attendance for all of 2022, and all of that foot traffic in theaters usually means there will be more popcorn and concession stand sales, of course. So the National Association of Theater Owners nonprofit, the Cinema Foundation, decided to do it again this year, just two days after the first event had ended. So while... They decided two days after the first event. While last year's event was held in part because of the need to lure audiences back to theaters after two years away following the pandemic shutdowns, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Rollinch, uh, executive director of the nonprofit Cinema Foundation, says that the hope for this year's Cinema Day is just for audiences to enjoy being at the movies. Nationwide chains, including AMC and Regal, will be participating uh, for full list of theaters. You can, you know, there's a link and everything. If this year's installment proves once again to be a success, Rollinch says the hope is to make National Cinema day an annual event if this continues every year which we hope it will the long-term goal is to eventize it uh, he says make it less about the price and more about like a little comic con every every city where you never know what celebrity is going to hop into your theater mm. uh the way i see this it sounds a lot like national comic book day national free comic book day to me oh yeah. so every year mm-hmm. comic shops mm-hmm. uh big and small across the country celebrate national free comic book day and they'll usually have a whole bunch of free comic books now these comic books are not like new for the most part sometimes they're hyping up like a new series that's starting so you get the first issue but often it's just like really good issues from the past Mm -hmm. from different lines Mm -hmm. that you know take this get a taste of it if you like it you can come you can get this whole storyline right now like it's already out in a trade paperback kind of thing Mm -hmm. like it's getting you hooked with the best of the best kind of comic books. And then the free stuff, the really free stuff. That's just like, hey, we can't sell this, so have it. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, it's good stuff, but older stuff. I think this would be a really cool idea to utilize that kind of mindset for National Cinema Day. Mm-hmm. Have the new stuff you know, as well, but also feature a lot of classic movies that people... D- oh, never got yeah. to see in theaters. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Throw Back to the Future on there. That'd be throw cool. some of the original Star Wars movies back in there. Mm-hmm. You know, all these big movies that you know most of us are too young to have seen in theaters. Mm-hmm. Throw them back for that one day. Make it a big event. That would be awesome. Uh, like I would. That would draw me to the theater for a like event. having a full theater of people watching Back to the Future. <laughs> That would be awesome. Like, there are still movie theaters that kind of do this because they started doing this for um, for the pandemic because there were no movies right. for a while. They yeah. didn't, didn't have any new mm-hmm. movies. And so they were throwing, let's fill the screens with older movies. But still, nobody was coming because it was 2020 and 2021. Right. right. And so, like, yeah, okay, Back to the Future is playing again. Okay. The original Mission Impossible is playing um, I'm one of four people in here, so I could do this at home. This isn't super exciting. <laughs> Just watching a big screen is not as is not a is an event. It's not an event. Right. Just watching it on a bigger screen is not an event. Right. Watching it on a bigger screen with a room full of people that love that movie already right. that are getting to see it on the screen for the first time that's an event. Four dollar mm-hmm. movie tickets for that. I would love it. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> cool. uh, Game Master Kisa, uh, Kev says, "I love when a theater does like a fan day with a one dollar second run movie." Yeah, I mean those are that's the kind of the guy that kind of the idea there. But having having it nationwide where you do that, that'd be really really fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm down. Cynical says I'm down for a National Cinema Day. I'm down for it too. Let's keep it rolling. 
Uh, last one. Last news story for the morning here. BMW is dropping its plan to charge a monthly fee for heated seats. Well, that's good. I think this. <laughs> so I think this story happened with the previous morning show when it first came out because I think this is about a year old. But BMW, with all their new cars, was uh-huh. offering heated seats uh-huh. that you paid $18 a month for to use. Why? Like they could turn it on and off from their headquarters kind of thing wirelessly. <laughs> so you had to pay for it. Why? So here's here's Dude, something that's already a thing. I know. Here's the thing that I didn't realize at the time. And I can see what they're thinking, but it's also a stupid idea. <laughs> so <laughs> the deal was normally it costs you a few hundred dollars extra to have heated seats in your car. Okay. Like for them to like put it in your car. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an additional feature. Right. I could see that. They were going to automatically put it in all of their cars without upcharging you on the get-go. But if you wanted to use it, then you had to pay the monthly fee. So you weren't getting charged up front for the heated seats to mm-hmm. have them installed like you normally would. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to use them, you could charge it per month. You could do it on a monthly basis. You could not have it on at all during the summer. You know, the, the idea was you're only paying for it when you're using it and you're likely going to pay less than what you would have up front over the life of the car. I guess that's at least how they were trying to spin it. Mm-hmm. It's still monumentally stupid. We don't need to like, I was going to say micromanage, but that's not it. Microtransaction basic functions of cars. Here's, here's my <laughs> issue with that. I pay an extra 200 for you to install heated seats. I get that. They're more expensive. If you're just automatically putting them in all of them, does that mean they're not more expensive? Like for you as a manufacturer to be able to put it in every yeah. single car, whether we're going to use it or not. That's a good point. Like, yeah. That tells me maybe I don't need to even pay two hundred dollars extra for heated seats because they're already in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna. And you and you have the wireless ones, right? That can be turned on and off. That's well, I mean, be it's, through, it's through the electrical, expensive. yeah, through the electrical thing in the car, I guess. Uh, so this comes from TheVerge.com. It says BMW owners can now warm their buns with peace of mind, knowing they won't have to pay a ridiculous monthly fee for the pleasure of a toasty backside during those cold winter months. <laughs> Uh, BMW has dropped its plans for an $18 a month heated seat subscription after customers balked at the idea of paying extra to unlock existing functions in their car. This comes courtesy of Autocar's interview with uh, Pieter Noda, BMW board member for sales and marketing. During the IAA mobility conference in Munich, Noda said the heated seat subscription fell under the automaker's broader experiments with microtransactions, just not a very successful one. We thought that we would be able to provide an extra service to the customer by offering the chance to activate that later, but the user acceptance isn't that high, Noda told Autocar. People feel they that they paid double, which was actually not true, but perception is reality, I always say. So that was the reason we stopped that. I mean, <laughs> you did have the option to subscribe for a year by paying $180, so two months for free. Three years by paying $300. Or pay for unlimited access to your heated seats for four hundred and fifteen dollars. So, like lifetime of the car 
you pay for four fifteen, which I think is maybe the actual price of. I would hope so. Typically, it better be. <laughs> it better be. So I mean, I guess if you're getting that option, that's a little bit better. Uh, I'm sure there's a hack out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You got to be able to hack that on, right? That's, it'll it'll work. Hotwire it somehow. Go meet a guy in a back alley. Can you turn on my heated seat? You, you got that sweet heat. I need that sweet heat. <laughs> I got all the sweet heat you need. <laughs> and I'll co- it'll only cost you $200. <laughs> uh, this wasn't the first time that BMW dabbled unsuccessfully in subscriptions. The company tried to charge an annual fee for customers who wanted to use Apple's CarPlay in their cars. First as a one-time $300 option, then later as an $80 a year fee. The vast majority of car companies offer CarPlay as well as Android Auto for free. So, <laughs> like, I get... I get that BMW is a premium car service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I should have to pay even more going forward <laughs> for things that cheaper cars give away for free. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. My Honda Pilot <laughs> has heated seats. Doesn't cost me an extra dime every <laughs> right. month. All right. Well, that wraps up today's news. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we catch you up on all the news you missed last week. And we'll share today in Nerd History. Stick around. Welcome to the Lightning Round, brought to you by Movega. I'm Lee with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. Starfield has finally released officially, and its concurrent player count reached a peak of over 1 million players across all platforms. Can you imagine how much higher that number would be if it was also on PlayStation? Definitely a big accomplishment. Way to go, Space Skyrim. You did it. It looks like Sky, Children of the Light, an online MMO just broke the record for live gaming and players in a concert-themed event. With over 10,000 players per instance and 1.25 million total players online, the record seemed to be an easy feat for them. Apparently all it took was downscaling avatars and limiting their capabilities so as to not overload the servers. You know, I'm gonna let you finish, but DeCapo had the greatest online concert of all time. That's a deep cut for all you VR-aware peeps. WB recently claimed that some of its IPs are underused, specifically in terms of DC, Harry Potter, and The Lord of the Rings. I don't know if I completely agree with all three of those. I think that there have been many new additions to all of those IPs over the years, while the majority of the newest installments have been met with disappointment from their less-than-supportive fan bases. I've always been for building deeper into these beloved universes, but me, personally... I think WB should focus more on quality and being faithful to the source material rather than outputting less than stellar products that don't do well in theaters or streaming. Come on, people. Recognize the patterns here. Seriously. Sir Ian McKellen recently said that he has no plans to retire as long as his mind and body are still working right. Why wouldn't he carry on? Ian McKellen is a legend, to say the least, and to know that he still intends to use his gifts and talents for acting to continue bringing his A-game to cinema and theater. No complaints here. 
And finally, the most recent, quote, most visually complex Studios Ghibli film to date gets a 9 out of 10 from IGN. It's nice to see Miyazaki continue his legacy of incredible storytelling while putting a nice cap on the end of an incredible filmmaking career. The Boy and the Heron. His swan song is definitely worth seeing. Ghibli fan or not. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Moviga podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Lee, and thanks for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Welcome back to Rise and Shine, nerds. LTN's official morning show here on YouTube and LTN Radio. Now, our official show schedule has us in a three weeks on, one week off rotation, and last week was our week off. But that means you might have missed out on all the nerdy news for last week. So, let's do a quick round of hiatus headlines. We were on a hiatus. Okay. Now we got those headlines. Okay. All right. (laughs) The new title. $18 a month. All right, Deja's going to be reading the headlines, and I'll be giving you the quick synopsis. Ready? Go! Crypto startup Prime Trust bankrupt after... <laughs> you can slow down if you want. If you, you're not going to go fast. He puts pressure on me, and I can't read. <laughs> Crypto startup Prime Trust bankrupt after losing $39 million in the void. A company of crypto experts literally lost the password to their crypto wallet and had no backup recovery methods, leaving $39 million trapped in the buffer of the internet forever. Welcome to the future, everyone. Microsoft announces it will remove WordPad from Windows after 28 years. Let's get rid of the simple free word processor tool and encourage people to buy Microsoft Office because that went so well for us when we said we were getting rid of paint. Fish oil supplements found to be completely useless. Remember in the early aughts when we were all popping those pills full of sardine water, burping up flounder farts all day long to help our cardiovascular system? Well, turns out it was all a scam. Studies now show omega-3s only help you if they're part of the actual food that you eat. (laughs) CERN's large hadron (laughs) collider makes its first observations of neutrinos. Neutrinos. (laughs) Particle colliders have existed for over 50 years and have detected every known particle except for these little buggers until now. Can it detect why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I have to pause this. What's wrong? My husband knows that I cannot pronounce things. One. He put in parentheses how to uh, how to pronounce three of those words. And she's still best two of them up. <laughs> you got Cerns right. I'm proud of you. I knew you would say Kerns. Kerns. Sorry. Next one. <laughs> Movies and TV shows available on streaming jumped 39 percent in the last two years. With all this content, why can't I find anything to watch? <laughs> WordPress now offers the option to register your domain for a hundred years. For thirty-eight thousand dollars, <laughs> roughly three hundred and eighty bucks a year, you can ensure you never lose your domain. Or you could pay like ten bucks a month on name or a year rather on Namecheap and set it to auto update every year for a hundred years and save yourself thirty-seven thousand dollars. <laughs> 
Pentagon bets on a quick production of on autonomous. autonomous systems to counter China. Autonomous systems means mostly one thing. AI robot weapons. China is building these. America is starting to build these. Robot wars closer than oh. ever. There's no such thing as science fiction anymore. We're all doomed. Yep. Netflix Netflix added 2.6 million U.S. subscribers in July, despite password sharing crackdown. Maybe that was the plan from the beginning when they all they used to be all for password sharing, right? Mm -hmm. Give them all a taste for free and get them hooked, then cut off the supply and make them pay. It's a classic drug dealer (laughs) move. Why didn't we see it coming? (laughs) Microsoft using malware like up like pop ups in Windows 11 to keep people Ah, I hate this. <laughs> Microsoft using malware like pop-ups in Windows 11 to keep people to to get people to ditch Google. It's <laughs> painful. Microsoft, stop trying to make Edge and Bing happen. Nobody wants it. Google is almost certainly actively spying on us and selling our data, and we all know this, yet we will choose Chrome 10 out of 10 times before we use Edge. We will use Firefox, we will use Opera, we'll use that crappy browser that came with a Sega Dreamcast, but not you. Never you. (laughs) Microsoft patents sensor-filled AI-assisted backpack. Forget smart glasses. How about wearing a computer on your back at all times so you could be slightly lazier in real life? Little. Little? Yeah. Little recalls Paw Patrol snacks after website on packaging displays pornography. Appy Kids Co., a website once affiliated with these and other snacks that has now gone out of business, had their domain compromised when, of course, the domain lapsed because they didn't need it anymore. It was taken over by someone in China who has dirty ads all over it. But there are still a bunch of products out there that have this ad on the back of all the packages. The same thing happened with one of my old domains uh, that had like Japanese casino ads all over it for several years. But this is way worse. Uh, This is not the Adventure Bay we were promised. (laughs) (laughs) Disney Plus won't air Spiderwick Chronicles despite the show being fully completed. Guess you don't have to delete a show from your streaming service when you don't even air it in the first place. Huh, Disney? (laughs) And that's it. You've been all caught up on everything you missed last week. (laughs) Now to wrap up the show, it's time for Today in Nerd History. Today in Nerd History. Today's date is September 11th. On September 11, 2006, Mario Hoops 3-on-3 released in the U.S. This basketball game for the Nintendo DS features characters from the Mario and Final Fantasy series and uses the touch system for various actions and items. On September 11, 2015, Super Mario Maker released in the U.S. Super Mario Maker is a game and a game creation system for the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS that allows players to create, play, and share their own 2D Super Mario courses based on the styles of different games in the series. Find out more nerdy facts about today's entries at lovethynerd.com slash nerdhistory. 
We hope you have a fantastic day, and we thank you for making Rise and Shine Nerds a part of it. Catch us every weekday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on YouTube or 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. on LTN Radio. You can also subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app or through the Love Thy Nerd YouTube channel so you can catch up on any episodes you missed. And tell us what you think of the show via our socials at Rise and Shine LTN on Facebook and Twitter. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. I'm Daedra. And as always, a reminder. Jesus loves you, nerds.